This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be legends. In your opinion, how do you break through all of the stuff that is on there right now? I mean, we've talked about it, you know the answer. Talent is the variable. I really do think self-awareness, it's why I put it on the cover of this book, is super important. You know, I spent a lot of time, like there was three things I could have started with and I went with wine because I knew that I wasn't gonna be able to leave the wine business right away. I had a business to run and so it was the most kind of like integrated thing that I could do. So you've gotta think about your subject matter. It has to be true to you. All of us have multiple things that are true to us. So I would sit down and first say, what do I actually know? I know how to be a 13-year-old. I know the 13-year-old's point of view on technology. Then I would go to YouTube and I would see how many people are winning the 11 to 15-year-old technology point of view content game. If there's nobody, I would say, and there's almost nobody, there's somebody for everything almost, but if there's not that many people or nobody really owning it, that's interesting. Versus, I also am a great skateboarder, oh crap, there's 97,000 people doing skateboarding. So first and foremost, I would look for the white space. Number two, I do think that YouTube's a very difficult game and I do think that whether it's Snapchat, though that's about to become very difficult as well, I'm gonna say it again, musically, or anything else that pops, I think using other social networks, white space to drive awareness and attention matters. And then finally, I mean we gave this question early on, I do think the blueprint of what you did with Casey, or if you've got a couple of bucks and you can run ads against you know, people that are skateboard fans on Facebook, there is tactical things that can speed up your process. I do think influencers are the way to go. I think Piper, recalling it all the way back, should absolutely spend all her, if she loves it, spend all her time going to every Instagram account, every YouTuber, every Twitter account, and replying to people and saying, can I interview you, can I? That's probably what she's doing if she's interviewed so many people. And the truth is, one more ask is one more at bat. So I would see that. And something to that, all the things that I've, 70% 70% of the stuff that I've done on my YouTube channel is about other people. And so like series like Creative Space TV or anything, it's all about going to other people. You're siphoning people's audience. Exactly, and I'm leveraging others people's 100%. for me. And it's, I promote it. By the way, and I haven't looked enough, but I'm gonna make some assumptions here. Everybody does that. It's you have to be good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're, what you clearly have done is you brought value to, you know, when, when I put stuff out, I rarely do it, it's because somebody sings a book review of mine and, and kills it. You know, like, like, it's somebody that has to bring value. Like, if you've got a big audience, everybody's trying to get to you, everybody's trying to siphon your fans and, you know, link bait you. It's can you bring value to that community and to that person. You know, it's funny, that's how she started. She started interviewing models, Instagram. Of course. Stuff. My whole platform has been not competing, collaborating. Yeah, it's huge. Of course, when you're starting from the bottom, you absolutely either need money, you need an absolute unbelievable skill set of talent, or you need to siphon awareness from other places. But too many people want, too many people like hit up people like, hey, you have a million followers on Twitter, can you give me a shout out? No. What kind of value are you offering that? 100%, and really not even like structuring like, and not the, email that says what can I do for you for you to do this for me. It's just doing it and then like you didn't you didn't text Casey and say hey I'm gonna do this for you. Yeah. Like you did it. Yeah.
and you know, I had 4,000 people who really cared about me because I had built that relationship with my YouTube audience for years. And so when at the end of the video, I was like, all right, guys, let's tweet this to Casey. Let's get it to yeah, him. You know, people were stoked about it. Jace Norman, the Nickelodeon star, did the same thing to me. Like all of a sudden, I just got on a plane. I had like 7,000 tweets from the Norman maniacs. Or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, your question. Okay. With it, with it, with a YouTube channel, you can go super niche and, and be all about jelly beans, or you could be day in the life vlog. I think at the end of the day, both work. I think you just need to know yourself. If you have something that you're super hardcore expertise in, uh, that you, ha- you have super hardcore expertise in or super hardcore passion, well then that's something that you'd want to talk about for the next five, 10 years, then I'm comfortable with, with niche. But um, I, I think people are always trying to find which one's better and the truth is, or is, is that it's better based on the person. There's no general answer. It's more predicated on you, right? What, what, what feels right to you? How long have you been doing it? Good, you know what I'm gonna say. Four months is just not enough time to decide if this is right or not right. Um, keep trying different things. Um, and really, if you wanna win as a vlogger, you know, it's funny, every 15 year old and now every 30 year old in the world wants to be an influencer or, you know, or, or, or a YouTube celebrity, right? And the reality is, is if that's true, the reason everybody wants to do that is because it's a fucking awesome life, right? And so if that's true, if that's what one wants, I don't understand how people are not committed to doing it every day for 18, 24 months before they even begin to doubt, should I jump off this? Like the thought of like jumping off early on something that is so amazing, right? I think it's more about you interacting with them when you have a small following, so you should message and direct message every single person. Every single person watching my vlog right now, if they have 300 or less people following them on Instagram, tonight they should DM every single person and say thank you for following me. What are you following me for? And is there anything I can do for you? That's the quickest way to go from 300 to 800. Putting out content is the cost of entry for major upside in the game, in my opinion. And then you just gotta hope it's interesting, entertaining, uh, makes people escape, and uh, educates them, motivates them. You know, I think the reason I work is I think I educate people. I think I definitely motivate people. And I think I entertain people. And I think that's, you know, when you think about the three pillars, if you've actually got, I'm sure I probably over-index in motivation and maybe a little less in entertainment and really, really great in education and so, you know, but there's a lot of people that don't do any of those three things, and that's why nobody fucking watches them. <laughs> All right. You're welcome. Understood. You suggest I um, do something else. How would you try to plug that in um, to kind of like help me along my journey? Meaning, how do you interweave your journey? Correct. So. What, what platform are you communicating on as a human? Um, Instagram and I'm gonna be starting my YouTube channel. Right, so that part where you said I'm gonna be starting my, that's the part we need to address. Yep. You don't need a DRock, your DRock is your phone. You need to start creating. Yes sir. That's it. It's that crazy, Stace. It's so crazy, right? But like, the answer is of course. You've been hearing me, you don't need me. The, the blueprint I have is free. You know it already. Mm-hmm. You just gotta do it. So the answer is yes. Do I think you, and by the way, on you, there's even Instagram, if you just did Instagram, you could use your Instagram account 
to do your content and your marketing and you can use your Instagram stories to be your vlog. It's incredible. We have so many tools. We're so goddamn lucky, Stace. I know. No, you're You and I are doing right. a drive time radio it. show right now that would have cost millions of dollars to distribute just 20 years ago. I'm holding up some weird fucking phone and like other Tyler's got a camera. There's 40 live streams going on. Like we're living in unprecedented times. You just have to do. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Gary. Do you agree? I'm trying to read your reaction. No, no, I said I appreciate you so no, much. No, I heard Absolutely. that. I've read every book. I see every live stream. I'm, I, yes, it's in, it's in the process. Like, but things that, have been but, ordered. But you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I, you don't need to order jack shit. Fuck a, a, a fucking camera. Fuck lighting. Like, you've got a phone. Okay. Stace, what I'm scared of is everybody, everybody's reading my books and watching everything and reading, everybody's motivated, everybody's ordering the equipment. It's, you know who I'm always scared that all my followers are? You ever see that guy who like buys Roger Federer's sneakers and wristbands and he's got an $800 racket and he's got the headband and the water bottle and he drinks the $8 fucking electrolytes coconut water and he stretches for 15 minutes and then he goes on the court and loses six love? That's what I'm scared of. What, what winners do, which is put in the practice. I want you to take the tennis ball and hit it against the wall because that's all you've got, a shitty racket and your wall and you just keep hitting it over and over and over again. Yes sir, absolutely. I still don't believe you. I don't believe that you're gonna hang up and I'm do it. I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to get on my phone. I'm gonna use my iPhone what's today. Your, what's your Instagram account? What's your, what is your Instagram account? S-T-A-C-P-E-N-A, Stace Pena. Great, I'm gonna keep an eye on you. Absolutely. Don't let me I'm down. I'm on it, I promise. Do not let the Vayner Nation down because they will go on your, they will troll the shit out of you in a week. I'm there, I got you, I promise. Good luck. Burden asks, being a brand new YouTube channel, what do you suggest people do in order to accumulate more subscribers and views? Anything absolutely necessary or does it all just come down to patience? I wanted to answer this because I thought this would bring a lot of people value. There's so many of you that hear patience and then you just think, okay, let me just continue to make shows and content and you're gonna wake up four years later going from 85 subscribers to 219 and I don't wanna be on the hook for wasting your time. You have to understand and I talk about this a lot and you guys hear it from me a lot actually, a lot of the homies that are sitting out there. Distribution. Distribution is the game and so what you do when you have 85 uh, you know, people following your channel or 200 or even 2,000 or even 20,000 or even 200,000 um, is you need to understand that you need to keep hustling for your awareness. Of course, and just so everybody knows this, of course your show has to be good. You have to continue to make your craft strong. You have to continue to be interesting. You have to continue to bring value and produce good content. But you need people to know about it. And so I think one reason I've always done well is I understood that. And so one of the great ways to do that is collaborations. I think if you've got a YouTube channel, you need to basically reach out to, I don't know, the other 7,000 people that are in your genre and reach out to them and see if you can bring them value, right? Horace, you love UFC, you decide to start a channel, you need to reach out to the 40,000 UFC channels and be like, hey, you know, I'm in the network, so I go to gyms, I can get you original content, can you put me on your show to bring me value for my show? When you have 44 viewers, you can't offer somebody who has 400,000 viewers, let's trade, you'll be on my show, I'll be on your show. You get laughed out of the room and people do that. 
that's not the way you're gonna win. That's not 51-49. What you can offer is something in return. What you can offer is access because you're in those gyms with original content. So maybe you can be doing on-location interviewing for that big UFC thing and then, you know, and for yourself too and then that put, person puts you on. You can offer money if you've got it. That's fine. I mean, whatever it is. So it's about distribution. So collaborations with other YouTube shows for sure. Social media through and through, creating enormous amounts of content. I've been spending even more time paying attention to how people are building organic followings on Instagram and hashtag culture really works. For the people that are really patient, you know, and, and I ebb and flow with my hashtag work. Dunk, you do a good job with me on Musical.ly. You're like, this is the one that works. Like just, you know, I, I, I would even argue that I'm being lazy with my hashtag work in Instagram for sure, but for a lot of you, you have to go down that route. It really, really, really works. And then reverse engineering content creation. Let me explain. As we speak right now, I have a video going viral. It's called August. I made it so we could run it on August 1st. Producing content that you know has a chance of going somewhere based on when you make it. A Monday morning rant that you post on Monday morning. Making relevant content to what's going on in the world, either in pop culture, you know, your thoughts on what Miley Cyrus did on Wrecking Ball, or the Kanye and Taylor Swift, Kim and Con- you know, Taylor Swift fight, or, or the Olympics starting. Making content that's relevant, that gives it a little bit of legs for shareability, is very important from the content creation. Look, there's only two things, the content and distribution. And so whether it's becoming a part of forums around UFC, I keep using hers, you know, like become a member of of forums, become a member of Facebook groups. Most of you are not hustling distribution. You're focusing on the content and you think magically if you keep patient and you keep doing it, something's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. For four of you, all time, once, for four of you a year, something's gonna happen. That little motivational kid, right? The Jamaican trainer kid that went viral over the weekend? Somebody clearly posted that video and it started the process. It's great content. Like that's clearly content that's got a shot. But he's been putting out content for a little while. This is not his first rodeo. And so yes, it happens, right? Yes, it happens. But it's far more interesting for you to take control of your distribution through collaborations, through proper hashtag distribution on the Instagram world, from reaching out, biz deving, reaching out, being part of forums and other internet communities like Facebook groups to become part of that community so when you put out stuff people want to support you. I would tell you with Wine Library TV, I spent 20 minutes making the video and I spent five hours creating the distribution a day. So I, I, I just started a brand new channel and it, it's like this, from the beginning, it's super, super, super difficult like just breaking and making a name for yourself. I want as to know it real be. talk though. Yes, yes, as it should be. But I want to know like real talk. Um, where do I, where should I go? Because I'm lucky enough where people in my life, people who surround me are all really supportive. But I need people who are truly, truly real, like give me critical, you know, like just constructive criticism to tell me what I'm doing right, wrong. Everyone's like, oh, that's cute. It's nice. Good for you. But I don't know if it's actually good because I just know these people. It's like basically my mom, right? You know, like telling me that they love me and it's good. This is, when it comes to YouTube, this is a really good question. Like we hear this a lot. And if you look at our channel, I didn't share that we had a YouTube channel with my coworkers, with my parents, with my family, until we hit 100,000 subscribers and we were in the news. Like, 
sure. But we had like a bunch of different videos that we tried different things. We didn't think that we'd become like these huge YouTubers. But that's kind of a bit of advice that I have is that what I see a big problem that people do is that they will go and put a bunch of money behind a YouTube channel and they'll throw it out there to all of their Facebook friends and family and then they'll go on and they'll give them artificial views and then they'll give them these positive comments and then you start feeling like, oh, this is a really good idea. But even if all of your Facebook friends watched your video every single day for the entire week, you're not going to make any money off the channel. It's not going to grow that much. It really does take you have that global audience like try the, the beauty about not telling everybody about what you're doing on your YouTube channel until you find an idea like ours was cutting stuff open. That's what took. But some of the other ideas, we just made them the videos private. The beauty of that is that you have the whole world that can look at your channel and they can give you feedback. And sometimes they're pretty they're, they're always honest, like they're brutally honest. And that way you don't live off of like, oh, my mom said it's good or my family said it's good. You can find an idea and then finally find what works and what your niche is on YouTube and then go all in. Hide everything else, create a new brand, and just go for it. So just a follow-up on that. So like so now they know I can't go back. Like they do know and it's out yeah. there. So like I have over a hundred videos up and um, I'm like basically my channel is I interview people and it's called like the everyday hero series. I interview everyday people, everyday people, right? And I consider them heroes and they tell me why they are a hero, why they're special. And that, that's like my idea. That's what how I'm long, doing how right long now. How long have you been doing it and what's, what, your, what do your numbers look like? So my numbers are pretty, pretty crappy. I've been doing this series, this niche type thing for about two months now. I, I have like probably 35, 40 videos up of like six or probably like eight to 10 different interviews and then I'll like chop them up. I'll put some on Instagram, like a real short clip. I'll put like a longer video. How many, how many subscribers and how many views are these videos getting? Uh, I average anywhere between like 10 to 50 views and I have like 45 subscribers. I'm brand new, like I started six months ago. Okay. So what? Yeah, what's so the like question? What's why was the advice that you were just given not feasible? Come again. Say that again, please. So, so you, so you just got some great advice, in my opinion, and then you said, well, "Yeah, but I've already the cat's out of the bag. They already know." Why did you dwell on the fact that they know versus the strategy of trying different things? That's a good question. And it's not, I'm not really, the thing is I'm not dwelling on it. What I really do want to go out and look for is am I not just getting exposure or does my idea suck? It's like I want someone sure. to tell so me. Let, like, why? Yeah. The, I have good news. Somebody told you. It's called the market. They told you it sucks so far. Okay. Yes. But, but, Wine Library TV was told two months in that it sucked. You were told, kind of, sorta, in the first couple of months. It took a long time until it actually took off. It, but you do have to. Li- I mean, you do, got, do have to listen to the market, and you have to look and see like, does this video have the potential to go viral? Are a lot of people going to be watching it? And if you're already looking into the, make sure you're looking at the algorithm, like advice I gave earlier. Like, make sure you're doing all of those other things that you can control, like your titles. The first line of the description is super important, and then some of your tags not as important. Make sure you're captioning your videos, but. At some point, yeah, you want to look at it and say, this stuff isn't taking off. Is there something else I can do? And experiment with it. Q, I think you should start making videos as the Boston guy that hates the Patriots. (laughs) (laughs) Q, real quick, real quick, Q. Why do you want to do this? Like straight up. Come again? What, you, you, you want to become Casey? Like you want to make $5 million a year just making videos? Like what, what are you doing? You want to be Ted Koppel? Like why are we doing this? 
So like if I'm gonna be honest. Hold on real quick, real quick, real quick before you answer that, I just had a thought. Do you know who Ted Kopp was? Yeah, okay, go ahead. Who? Yeah, no, sorry, you don't neither, I get it. All right, do you, so why are you doing this? Because uh, I want to basically be like the male Ellen DeGeneres. I want to be like Joe Rogan. Like, I, that's like the dream. That's the dream. Great. Like, I, that's what I want to do. Great. If that's true, then you need to stop calling shows and getting positive feedback or feedback two months into it. If you're trying to do that, you need to, mm. you need to know that you are on a ridiculous marathon and that most yeah. likely nothing good will happen for the next seven to 11 years. Seven to eleven. Yes, sir. Okay. I mean that's I mean that's absolutely legit. But this it's just a little off topic. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna. I'm a, too much of no time. problem. You're not taking my time. I just need you to know something. Yes. Whenever that piece of advice comes out, and the response is that yes, you're right, but you've already lost. You know that, right? Wow. Okay. That's the punchline Q. The punchline is, yeah. it's seven to 11 years. How old are you again? 23. Great. Like, I'm telling you to your face, you have no prayer of being Joe Rogan or Ellen DeGeneres for the most part. And if you do, I wanna remind you that both of them had seven to 15 year careers before they even looked remotely close to Ellen. I just wanna remind everybody who's watching the show, I've been in the public limelight producing content on an everyday basis for the last 11 years. Wow, okay. So like my perspective is just, I mean. Fucking my, broken. Okay. You're worried about but, shit yeah. two months in on a journey that is gonna be the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. You're just, you're just, I mean, you're just not in the right mindset. Real. And you know what else is real? You haven't Googled, how do I get better titles? How do I use YouTube SEO? So you've lost on the architect side and you're also losing on the plumbing side. I won on the architect side. I don't know all your story, but you clearly won on the plumbing side and you're not playing either. Jeez, Lord. Okay. All right? All right. You know how you yeah. Patriot fans uh, make fun of shitty teams? That's what I'm doing to you in reverse. This is how a Jets fan feels good about himself. <laughs> this is why when I go, you know what, what I just did? This is my favorite thing. This is just a little side story, I never tell this. I'm such a bad human being at sporting events. I'm the worst version of myself, Lincoln. There's something called beer muscles. This is where people get drunk, drinking beer, stupid guys that are older, and then they wanna fight people. I have sports muscles. When I go into a stadium, I actually wanna fight people. I'm like the reverse of me. My goodness. Yeah, so when I go to Foxborough, Q, you're gonna love this. When I go to Foxborough and I wear my Jets jersey and people start making fun of me, I change the conversation. Literally, this is me arguing with a fan where the guy's like, you suck, Jets suck. I go, yeah, yeah, bro, but what about me versus you? I'm like, tell me about your life because I'm beating you, dick face. You get real petty when you go to Foxborough. I get real angry and so, listen, man, your, your macro and micro are broken, fix both. Go spend 15 hours researching on Google how to become better at YouTube and start realizing you're on a marathon. Take your sprinter shoes off. Yeah. Oh, Gary, I, I totally appreciate this. Good Thank man, you. good luck. Thank you very Thanks, much. Hey guys, if you have an Alexa 
and you are not subscribed to the Daily V, excuse me, the Gary V365, then you are my worst friend. Gary V365, hey Alexa, play my briefings. Come on Alexa, do it. Oh, she's talking but it's not very loud. Anyway, it worked, you can leave it there. Anyway, you have an Alexa, Gary V365, download it now.